doing it on a weeknight is pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, my... What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Four, Four on, on the, the floor, floor Mike. Mike. <laughs> Are you stuck? You're too fat, Mike. I can't push the stool down. Good people who have traveled from villages near and far, lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee tuna? Bumblebee tuna! Hello, S-Man Tooth. Hello, Evening News team. You are now listening to another edition of the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Welcome to the Goody Room. But their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. I am your host, Mike Lucas. Joining me is the... Confused-looking Brent Frugier. The mic keeps falling down. Uh-huh. Hi. And <laughs> Aaron Kronikin. Hello. Uh, we got a great show for you guys. We're going to get into, well, I guess just retouch on movies and DVDs coming out, as well as a gem of the week, as followed by a review of the movie 10 Cloverfield Lane. Almost forgot the word of it there. Word of it. <laughs> the word of it there. <laughs> Darn that English. <laughs> Darn that English indeed. So, movies coming to theaters this week. Basically, it is a Kevin Spacey movie with him as a cat, right? Mm-hmm. And Nine Lives. Suicide Squad, that's the one. And Suicide Squad. Oh, Kevin Spacey's a cat in Suicide Squad? <laughs> That'd be a good movie. I would I would pay to see that. Okay. It was this, or, or a suicidal cat. <laughs> Yeah, and he makes like you gotta, a, yeah, you, a blood you, pack. You don't have to bother preventing him the first eight times, but right. when he's only got one life left, then, That's when then you, you've got to stop it. I think we just struck gold, right? guys. <laughs> it's like a suicidal cat that's been neglected. Let's run it by Spacey. Yeah. Let's run it by Kevin. I'm on a first name yeah. basis. Kev? Kev. Kev. <laughs> we, we shorten it now. He knows you. I as call him K-Space. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it sounds like uh, uh, the internet. It's a space sector in a, in, a, in a Star Wars movie. Sure. Don't enter that K-space that's crawling with the Imperial forces. All right. Yeah, what? <laughs> I thought yeah. I didn't know McNeil was still here. Yeah. <laughs> Ding! We hit our Star Wars quote for the day, yeah. our reference. You're welcome, McNeil. You're welcome, McNeil. And DVDs, Aaron, what were they? Uh, the Lobster with Colin Farrell and Rachel Weiss and uh, he's, a, he's a boat captain, isn't he? No. No. And uh, The Killing Joke. And Keanu. And Keanu. I keep forgetting about that. But yeah, Keanu is coming out from the guys from Key and Peele. Key and Peelanu. Yes. (laughs) That's what they should have called it. And Cat, not played by Kevin Spacey. Unfortunately, it's actually played by Keanu Reeves. (laughs) I said Keanu. I didn't say Keanu. I said Keanu. So our sequel (laughs) to The Suicidal Cat is... uh, Two cats forced to fight in a cage match, and one's played by Kevin Spacey, and one's played by Keanu Reeves. I'm liking where this is heading. I yeah. think we're striking gold for a trilogy. Yep. <laughs> Next thing we know, we're gonna wake up, and there's gonna be previews for this. They stole our idea. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This is this is uh, we we're gonna hit the ground running with this, guys. We just yeah. need to get get on track with K Space. <laughs> and uh, yeah, K Reeves. K Reeves. <laughs> 
Gay space. God, all right. <laughs> this sound like off-brand toilet papers or something. <laughs> anyway, um, gem of the week. Does someone have one? I know you uh, do. I Sure, I do. I have a few mm-hmm. that I've been saving up. Yeah. I watched this a while ago on Netflix. Uh, I'm not honestly sure if it's still on Netflix. It's called okay. Cruel and Unusual. Um, I don't <laughs> even know who directed it. I don't know who is in it. I don't. It was a bunch of no names. It okay. Was, um, Here. Uh, written and directed by Merlin. Merlin. <laughs> Merlin. Divdervishvik. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, Cruel and Unusual is from 2014. Hour 35 minutes long. It's a sci-fi thriller. Wrongly condemned for killing his wife, a man finds himself in a mysterious institution where he is sentenced to relive her death for eternity. Stars a bunch of no names, as you said. Yeah. Um, so the wh- why is this a gem? Because I liked the story. The acting wasn't terrible. There were some obvious bad moments but uh, I really really like the story a lot okay it's a slower movie focused a lot on the story there's not like an action movie or anything the the lead guy I don't can you click on him I don't I've seen him in something else David Richmond Peck sure might be him <laughs> okay you have no idea well uh, Fantastic Four from 2005 Specific Grimm Rise of the Planet of the Apes. She's the man. He's been, in, he's been in a lot, <laughs> a lot of sci-fi type movies, but bigger budget. Probably yeah. just some guy in the background, though. Yeah. He's also been in Suits, the TV series. He was a lawyer. Is that the... Uh, Is that the main guy? Go up to his pictures. I don't know if that's the same guy. But anyways, uh, I've seen him before. He kind of looks like Jon Snow. Um, No, he's kind of a chunkier guy. So is Jon Snow. Anyways... <laughs> I don't know. He's he's recognizable. I've seen him in smaller parts. Okay. Well, dope. No, Which is probably a better movie than this. Uh, I don't know. But watch it. It's it's definitely worth watching. It's only an hour and a half, so it's not a. Uh, if you don't yeah. like it, it's not a huge waste of your time. But for sure, an hour and a half. And we're not sure if it's on Netflix or not. Still, it yeah. should be. Well, I watched it about half a year ago. They just uh, took a lot of stuff off Netflix, though. So I'm yeah, not. They sure. do. They do that. Like bi-monthly or monthly? No, but I mean, like, they a took lot. a lot of stuff off. Because I think they're, like, freeing space up. Because I think they came to some deal with Disney. So they're going to have a bunch of Disney movies on there. Dope. But they took I off think, a whole bunch I, of I ones. think it's still on there because I have a list. You know, they do, like, because you watched this and uh, this. It says because you watched Cruel and Unusual. And it gives me a list. So it, I think it's got to be still on there. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. If, it, if it's still giving you suggestions yeah. from the So, movie. yeah, search for it. Watch it. It's definitely a, a sci-fi gem. And not like a cheesy sci-fi channel garbage heap. It's oh, you mean like it's no ice spiders? Sharknado no Four spiders. that just came out. God, can they stop? <laughs> like for real? To. No, they won't. No, it's gonna be Sharknado Thirty Seven. You know, if it gets that high, props to them because that's gonna be the like longest running <laughs> same tr- people in it trilogy. Did Thunder Levens uh, write these most recent sequels? Oh my God. I, I don't know if we a, even want to look that up, but. I, I mean, who else can take over that franchise and make it? Thunder Eleven, good for him. Did write it. He's God. making a living off those terrible movies. Sharknado: f- The Fourth Awakens. God, <laughs> it's a Star Wars Wait. pun, guys. Yes, it is. I think it's today that it premieres. Actually, 
TV or movie July 31st. Sunday, so you'd be it's Sunday a few days ago. Yeah, whatever. I yeah. don't know what day at it this is. point. By the time you're listening, <laughs> yeah. um, five years after the East Coast ravaged in Sharknado three, Finn and his family have blissfully have been blissfully Sharknado free, but now sharks and Nados are being whipped up in places and ways. That are completely unexpected. I love how they just say NATOs. <laughs> like that's an accepted term right. for tornadoes. I don't know. God. Oh, Tara Reed's still doing her thing. Glad I've never seen any of these. Oh uh, my god, the Hasselhoff's in it. Yeah. What? what was he in other ones? I think so. I don't know. I have no idea. He was if also you, in the SpongeBob just movie. Give that yeah, dude the they rode cheeseburger the and <laughs> he'll do whatever. God. He was in number three. Oh man! What has the Hoff been doing besides being a German like pop sensation? He hasn't even been doing that anymore. Yeah, actually, I think you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> he's been getting in trouble because he's been drunk eating hamburgers, yelling at his daughter or something like that. That was like, that was years yeah, ago. That was the last big thing he was in. That was the <laughs> last. <laughs> that was probably the most. I wonder how much he made for Sharknados. God, this is just this episode has taken a turn. It really has. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, on to ten Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Lane. Heck just, of a transition. Uh, we, yeah, we needed to jump ship yeah. there and oh, get it. Oh, sci-fi ish. A little bit. Yeah. Speaking uh, of sharks and tornadoes, here's a movie about neither of those right. things. <laughs> ten Cloverfield Lane. Uh, it's a movie came out earlier this year. PG thirteen. Hour forty five minutes long. Drama horror mystery. Uh, after getting in a car accident, a woman is held in a shelter with two men who claim the outside world is affected by a widespread chemical attack. Written um, by Josh Campbell and Matthew Stukin, uh, as, as well as Damien Chazelle. Directed by Dan Trachten. Have either of the writer or the director done anything else? Big. Dan Trachtenberg has done Portal No Escape. Oh, so no. Kicking. <laughs> Kicking? Uh, Black Mirror. Uh, well, I oh, guess he's, that in, came he's in the upcoming uh, Black Mirror uh, series. Yeah. Yes. Season. Yeah, cool. he did an episode, which is phenomenal stuff, dude. I love Black Mirror. Uh, but the movie stars John Goodman, John Gallagher, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Pretty much the That's it. Yep. only people in yep. the entire film. There's also a lady. Don't even catch her name, I don't think. Uh, nope. <laughs> and you catch the voice of Ben, played by Bradley Cooper. I saw that. Phenomenal voice acting from B. Rad. Huh. Yeah. His second best voice acting. Second to Rocket, Rocket Raccoon. Raccoon. Oh my God, Mike didn't know that was him. <laughs> no, I did. I just oh. forgot. I totally did. I just forgot. Um, you said that uh, your awesome transition that said this movie has nothing to do with sharks or tornadoes. Oddly enough, it has nothing to do with Cloverfield, which it's supposed to be kind of very true. I don't. I, I was trying it, to read to see how this is connected, and it's. I swear they just made a movie, and they're like, eh, "Let's just kind of connect it to this one." And then the uh, producer J.J. Abrams tries to say it's a, a quote blood relative of Cloverfield. It's not. Yeah, they, I no. don't think this movie should just be a movie on its own should be a standalone movie they shouldn't have tried to tie it in right it should be it should have been but what i think they were like oh it's in the same universe so like it was happening right. at yeah. the same time but which like it's king kong versus godzilla 
You know, yeah. Same universe. No, I'm being, I'm yeah, being dead serious. I got you, but... But the movie should definitely have been called, like, 10 Westfield Lane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no... but I, I just don't like the fact that they're trying... They're trying to, what, like, piggyback off of the success, if you can call it that, of Cloverfield? Cloverfield? I mean, Cloverfield was a success because of its awesome marketing campaign, not right. because it was a good no. movie. No. This movie Absolutely. was much better than Cloverfield. Never seen Cloverfield. It's I not think I'm good. blessed to have that opportunity. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just one of those found footage monster movies. This movie is a real movie, <laughs> not like a found footage, yeah. cheapy, crappy thing. Uh, speaking of which, this movie, uh, 90% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes and 7.5 rating from those critics, 80% liked from the audience, and a 7.6 rating from audience. So right, very, very close numbers. Um, to start, I'm just going to say it's kind of hard not to spoil this movie to talk about it. Yes. So, so we're going to spoil it. So stop here. And and go, I think it sounds like we're all in agreement that, in agreement that this sh- uh, should be watched. So go watch it. Go find the movie. Go watch it. You can probably get it out of Redbox for a dollar. Go watch it and listen to the review because we will spoil it. I'll say watch the first... Like the first three fourths. Yeah, not even that much. Just stop Half. it after like the when the last ten minutes come. Just stop it there. Uh okay. Let's let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. The storyline I think is great. Um, it's because like she's in the car crash, and you're kind of like, oh crap, what is going on? You right, know what I mean? Right. Uh, this is this. For that reason, that's why I don't like that they tried to tie it into the Cloverfield universe right. because we know from the start what's going on outside. We know there's some kind of weird alien thing out there or things or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But there's no more mystery, which this movie... I mean, I guess there still is because the movie does a good job of trying to convince you of all of the possibilities of what might be happening. Right. But because we know it's a whatever sequel what it's in the same universe as cloverfield we know what's out there yeah so it kind of takes a little bit away yeah if if they if this was its own standalone movie like i think even the ending i still would not have been happy with the ending but i think it would have been a little more like oh well that's okay Different. that's kind yeah. of a surprise that's shocking okay because john goodman does a fantastic job in this movie hells yeah and you don't know if there's like times like oh this guy's just crazy they're that's just where they're lying yeah, but then you're the like no he's, he's maybe he's for real man I would trust this guy oh I don't know I wouldn't trust this guy you know and you just keep going back and forth with that right I think I think the movie gets lost because it's it's like an action or not not an action it's a drama mystery suspense thriller for like the first half and then it becomes an action movie yeah and could you imagine the type of suspense you would have if you don't know I mean anybody that's seen Cloverfield kind of has an idea what's going on outside of the bunker but the whole thing the idea of uh, and we've talked about it before for horror movies is is to allow the mind to create what's out there its own ideas of what's going on out there if we had no idea if it was a standalone movie and we didn't know what's going on it would have been extremely effective Mm -hmm. but it loses some of that because of because we know what's going on but we do get the suspense of John Goodman's character. Can we trust him? Is he for real? Absolutely. What's his motive? What's going on in this bunker? Absolutely. I think I would have much rather seen a movie with without anything to do with Cloverfield or even 
the last 10 minutes where you, it's there she's just trying to figure out is this guy legit is he not legit what is the, what is going on here yeah the the characters develop in their relationship i think i would have seen wanted to see that much more because like the first half i'm like damn his acting is great cuz he flips he is amazing so good and it's it's like you say uh, flips a switch he'll go nuts and then it's like he takes half a second composes himself and then he just kind of mm-hmm. pretends like it never happened and he's this nice guy that you can trust and you want to trust and his character you you find things out because we're finding out alongside the our main character the I don't remember her name in the movie Michelle we're finding out yep. along with her who this guy is and what his possible motives are so it's definitely good in that aspect as far as building a character and building the suspense right uh, it's and they they kind of i think they they blew how she got in there too early because he he has to come up to her and he's like hey i'm sorry i was the one that brought you here because i crashed into you that was later in the movie though but i still think they did it too early like well no even i don't know if that's true either cuz she put it together right. by seeing his truck she put it together so i think that point him going to her and telling her that that was to get you to trust him again. So okay. then when stuff happens later and you're like, oh, well, I thought he was good. Yeah. Is he not good? I don't know what's going on. So I think that actually helped you get back on his side almost. Because you go back and right. forth being on his side, not yeah. on his side. So Yeah, and I, and I totally get that. I think I just think if they let, a, let it like simmer for just like 20 minutes longer, just let it simmer, let it be in the back of the mind a little bit, and then have him be like, oh, hey. I was the one that did it. I would have been like, oh, okay, and then just nail it home when they find the book uh, with the picture, and they're like, no, that's the wrong one, or whatever. Because it does such a good job. I've never seen a movie where you're like, holy buckets, you know? Where, yeah, where you flip from liking to hating. Trusting to hating. The only thing I can compare it to this is going to be maybe a little nerdy, but uh, Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones for three seasons, right. you absolutely hate him, and then he starts to do things that are against his character from those seasons, and you start to like him. This movie achieves that in an hour and a half, or e- yeah. in an hour. Yeah, I it might have been better as like a, a mini series because uh, well, okay, mini series, yeah, a few episodes, right? Long, like like, like six, six episodes, episodes, exactly, like they did with True Detective. It's yeah. exactly what I'm thinking. I think that would have made a, a much better production value for what they were trying to produce. Because, uh, and this is only reason why I, I looked for this, but in The Revenant, it was hard to tell how time passed. Absolutely. Like, it was, we I lost all track of time in Revenant. So I was watching for subtle things they did in this movie. And they did a better job in this movie. They did. They did. Because, like, the, the and I hate to say it, but when she cut him with yeah. the bottle only reason was to, to yeah exactly to show a scar he or a, uh, a, a wound healing, healing. Yeah. exactly to show passage of time yeah there's something about that that i don't get though it's just so you see his scar heal you see her knee get better this dude's the other dude's in a sling right. the entire yeah. time what did he do to his arm well, maybe that was that bad it. maybe he well, snapped I don't, it i don't yeah. know but then he, i don't think he would really be able to do much and he still somewhat uses it throughout the yeah. movie you know i didn't think about that that is I interesting because I, I, all I really remember is this girl, does she not have any shoes? Because she's not wearing any shoes while the other two are wearing shoes the entire movie. 
And then uh, I was like, God, her knee healed pretty fast. Yeah, it, it was the only th- other thing I noticed. Real fast, healed real fast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, that's just one of the yeah. things I was thinking. Is like he's in the sling the entire time, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, and I will give him uh, <coughs> mad props, yo. They mad props, <laughs> yo. I just want to say it like that. They they did a good job portraying. It's a very small area that they're <laughs> using. You okay over there, Brent? Yeah. No, the mic fell again. Yeah, the mic keeps <laughs> falling over there. <laughs> it's a very tiny area um, that they're using, but they made it seem almost spacious, right? Yeah. 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 And it's – and I wish – I think it would have been better for a suspense thriller for the first three-fourths of the movie, whatever, if it was tinier. You know what I mean? Like more cramped and make, made you feel a little more uncomfortable. Uh, I don't know. I th- I think the, the bunker itself – was just fine because it kind of showed exactly how prepared the guy was. Which is kind of creepy. We find out that maybe it wasn't only built for the emergency purposes. Right. Right. And that also kind of threw me off because Emmett, not not John Goodman's character Howard, but Emmett, uh, the guy, helped Howard build it. How long ago was he building this, though? It had to have been years. Yeah, right? And so, like, I thought it was just, like, hey, like, a year ago or, See, that's like, what six I thought, months. But then, then it didn't made the it character seem say, like... Okay, so here's where we're going to get into some major spoilers. Right. The character, they find out that, um, and I think he says one of his high school right. classmates was... Or, or even a year younger than him. Something was abducted and never they never found out. So that had to have been years ago. So mm-hmm. she was abducted. They find proof that she was in this bunker and that he had kidnapped her. And we get... That's after we get bits and pieces about how um, his his wife left him and took his daughter away from him. And Right. That timeline's way off. Sort of. I mean, unless they, he added on to it. Well, like, I don't know how old these these two I think other people were, are supposed to be do they ever really say how I old would they're supposed to be at least mid 20s that's yeah, what i would think that's like what 25. they're supposed to be right so like this guy could have helped when he was in high school and then you know goodman added on to it later or something like that or yeah right. or he our goodman had the foundation or howard is his name in the yeah. movie he already had the foundation and this guy came in and helped because he said he helped him build it he didn't say he built it with him, right so right I don't. I still think it's a little. Iffy it is the, like the it's a little. Stuff. It's just a little odd. Yeah, there's a lot of like big fans of this movie. Like there's like thousands and thousands of theories that they're going for, and like some of them have to do with stuff like that. Like uh, Emmett, basically, he was the actual bad guy, and he was lying about all that. So if you believe those theories, then that would make sense as to why he's saying, "Oh, well, this girl disappeared in high school, and it could have been just you know a year ago that right. she disappeared." See that—that's interesting to think that Emmett also has a part in it. You know, yeah, that's why I said that's. There's a lot of theories about it, and I mean, whatever. Yeah. I mean, if you believe them or not. Yeah, I okay. So I think it would have made a really good like horror suspense, but then you also like you almost need her to see the girl or the woman coming up and banging on the window to make her stay inside. Yeah, but. I don't know if that added to the movie a whole lot. Like, take that scene out, and she just is kind of like, well, shoot, I'm going to stay. And then she starts finding these things out. You know what I mean? Because I think that ruined it a little bit, because 
if you find out that like the air is bad once you get out there or something like that and she has to go back in or something like that you know what i mean does that make sense what i'm trying to spit out uh like they they ruined the reveal a little too early again they may have but they're still uh, yeah i guess you're probably i don't remember how long into the movie that happened that's was, like that's like 20 minutes into when the we, she gets into the fourth bunker. yeah right? so I guess you're right in that aspect because then you have in your mind that, yeah, there is something for sure wrong outside the bunker. Right. And that takes away, again, from the mystery of what we know. Right. And the, and I guess that going along with he crashed her, or like I think that would have been the big reveals. Like, there is something outside, and he did, like, crash her. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they ruined it. This could have been such a good movie, but I think it failed to find itself, personally. Yes and no. I think it, it it was an absolute success with the mystery surrounding the characters. Absolutely. But the place where it failed was that it took away the mystery of what might be outside. I mean, it's still a mystery of what exactly is going on. But like you said, I would I would want uh, an hour and a half of both the struggle to understand John Goodman's character and not knowing whether or not there is something wrong outside because I right. mean, leave it, leave that option in there that there's absolutely nothing wrong and we and we can't trust this guy. I think they almost put that scene in the movie just for people or like, oh well, she had the chance to escape. Why didn't she just leave? Because if she had stayed, they would have been like, well, why'd she stay if she doesn't trust them? So I think they just put that in there saying, oh well, she sees that, so she knows something's wrong, so she knows she has to stay. I, that would be my guess as to why they did that. Yeah, like, like it or not, but I mean, that's why they did that. I'm assuming. No, I totally got that, and I I do like that they didn't make her some helpless little victim. Oh, she yeah. actually was smart and made decisions that sometimes made the the right logical decision. It wasn't just like the the dumb captive victim. So right. I liked that part of it where she actually continued to try to get out of the situation and did the smart things and wasn't like I said just the usual horror movie dumb lead character they make all the bad decisions to get into the wrong situations for sure you gonna say something well uh I don't know like there was the one scene where uh Howard finds like the scissors and stuff so he's like oh you guys are up to something she had a built-in excuse that she didn't use. That she likes to build cl- yeah, uh, design clothing? Yeah, she's a clothing yeah. designer. So why didn't she just say, oh, I, I took them because, you know, like I like to design clothes, so I was just trying to design something. I think, though, I guess, right when he saw it, he knew what it was. Yeah, but so. I mean, he, I don't know. He likes her enough that maybe he could have would have believed her. Yeah, without, like, just playing it off without her him having to see the... Yeah, because it's not like, it's stuff. not like had she said that, that it would have been, like, a big surprise to him. Because one of the first things yeah. that she said to him once they actually started talking was he was looking through her book with the drawings. And he's like, oh, are you an artist? She's like, no, I like to design things, so... Yeah, I thought right. that same thing as he was trying to explain it away. That probably wasn't the best way to handle that situation. Well, I was but just, when you... I guess faced in that situation, with, yeah. yeah. I was just curious where he found them at. He sees all. <laughs> God, that was an intense scene too. That was a really intense scene. I think they could have like hung that out a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, that was an intense scene. But no, I don't know where he found them because I thought she was putting everything under her mattress. Yeah, I thought so too. But I don't, maybe she left them somewhere else. Yeah, by accident or something. No, no, they didn't been. really explain it. Yeah. 
And then I, th- I just thought that was really weird how he just flipped and just shot him. Like, that startled me. I, I was like, what? Shock value. Well, it's well, like... He, he never liked him. Yeah, well, like he said, he said, after he shot him, he said, now it's like it was meant to be. It's just him and her. Yeah, that's, so, that's what he wanted the whole time. Emmett and you, snuck in. Yeah, when, you get the feeling that... I mean, obviously something's wrong with him where he's trying to replace his little girl with these captives because his wife took his daughter away from him. And even you even get glimpses of that when they're playing whatever that game is where you, like the password, whatever, where you're trying yeah. to, you give them hands, they're trying to guess it. And he doesn't get the word woman because all he keeps saying is like little girl and, and yeah. princess. Child. And yeah. So he's got this thing where he's obsessed with like her as his little girl. For sure. So I think that's what he, he probably the whole time wanted an excuse to kill Emmett. Or get him out of there, at least. That makes sense. So I don't know, like, and like you said, we've seen him before go from completely calm, flip a switch to insane to, so he's got issues. Clearly. Well, I mean, aside from all that, clearly he does. (laughs) God. And then, do we want to start in on when she escapes? Because she does eventually get out, and that's where... God. Movie gets awful. That's where I think they had this awesome movie and I'd like to know if that's the original ending because that's where it feels like they just decided to tack on this weird awful ending to try to tie it into the Cloverfield universe yes um I did however I did like how she got out with the 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 frozen can to make the thing cold uh I thought that was very interesting and like hey like he was just talking about that he he let he gave her the way out um but it gets considerably worse once she gets outside. Yeah, that that I don't want to say it ruined the movie, but it, it came the to movie. the point where I was well, but the first part of it with John Goodman it was so good that like that end did really like if the score was way up here, it went way down below, you know, just because of that last right. little bit of it. Well, and see the the thing I didn't like too is she when she's calling in the air vent to get out, he sticks a knife through it. And then it's just basically a horror slasher film. Yeah. Because, like, dude, she screamed. She's right there. He has to go, like, six inches down, well, stabs her right in the I face. I thought, and I hated the fact that she dumps uh, this skin-eating acid whatever all over him. If they would have just been, like, that's the end of him, now she has to try to escape, but then he comes back and is, like, this horror movie villain that's unkillable and it's just right it gets pretty bad after that yeah. yeah and then they bring in i can excuse that part she gets out it looks like maybe we still don't understand fully what's going on outside she doesn't want to take the gas mask off she doesn't know if the air is breathable and then she gets on the truck and you see in the distance what looks like a helicopter and then it comes close, and it's like some alien spacecraft and there's these weird alien things trying to kill like her dogs and, and stuff yeah. Which, by the way, neither of those things looks anything like what was in the original Cloverfield. So, like, if you're going to make it a Cloverfield movie, make at least the aliens similar to what we right. saw. It kind of was, like, more similar to, like, District 9 almost, right? Yeah, well... The spaceship. The spaceship, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. But, God, see... And then, like... The, 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 she's turning off the alarm. Yep. With the, what, Another horror movie trope. Like, right. oh, can't get the keys. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's, it's right here, but then it looks away yeah. and doesn't see me. It, so it just gets 
bad. If the last part of it, and that's why I said I, I wonder if there was an original ending that they scrapped in order to make this part of the Cloverfield universe. I don't know if that's right a thing, but I don't know. It felt like they just tried to force it into this this place it didn't need to go. You know, and was the was uh J.J. Abrams was a producer. Did he have anything to do with the original Cloverfield? Yeah. He is the man behind the original Cloverfield. Director? Or no. Uh, he's the producer, but it was all his... When did that come out? It's right there. 2008. Where am I? I'm not seeing this. Down, because no. you're in 2009. There it is. Thanks, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> so Matt Reeves directed it, but J.J. Um, Abrams was responsible for... I mean, it's definitely got the J.J. Abrams flavor all over it. Flavor. Yeah. And like I said, that movie wasn't even good. It just got huge, huge buzz because of its crazy marketing campaign. Yeah. So, I don't know. The, the, the movie definitely fell off the tracks when it tried to force it into being a Cloverfield movie. Yeah. For sure. I don't... I mean, I have, like, not a whole lot more to say about and this And then it film. just... <laughs> sorry, it just kind no, of go ahead. threw me off because... The original Cloverfield takes place in New York. And then we just try to tie it in because it's part of the same universe. He has to live on a street named Cloverfield. Like, just so they can have 10 Cloverfield Lane as the title. I mean, I don't know. Just You had a good movie. Just let it be its own movie. Right. I was I was kind of confused where they were at. I thought they were in like upstate New York at first. It's, they kept saying Louisiana. But they were in Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, they I were definitely Louisiana. thought they were in like upstate New York at first. See, but, which would have made more sense right if it was part of this same attack but I guess if we're supposed to believe it's some wide scale invasion maybe but yeah. apparently it's a yeah, they different sent, race of aliens yeah they entirely. sent all the big ones to New York all these uh, other guys came to like Louisiana all, all the and, small ones yeah they sent out the dogs to Louisiana okay what did you guys think about <laughs> all the dogs to Louisiana I just kind of thought that was funny come on man um, what did you guys think about like her turning around the car. What do you mean? At the at the very end, because oh, uh, when like, she hears the radio about yeah. like, and it just oh. says, "Oh, Houston, this way." Uh, yeah. What was the other city? Baton Rouge or something like that. Yeah. I don't I even know. So. If, I don't think there is a sign that says Baton Rouge this way, Houston this way in Louisiana like that. But I, mean, I don't know how far the war, far war they are. Far war. I, I don't know. It just seems kind of silly. Because they're like, if you have combat experience or medical experience, head to Houston. And she's like, oh, I escaped a bunker. Does that count? I'll drive. <laughs> we'll find out. It's just kind of dumb. Yeah. That's a setup, the third one. Probably. We'll get something oh, sandwiched God. in to tie the two together better. 30 Cloverfield Army. Yep. 30 Cloverfield. Highway. 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 That's what <laughs> I was going to say, like passageway. <laughs> something. Dumb. Anyway, I have nothing else to say about this film. I was... Like I, I was like, this is awesome. And it was absolutely this fantastic. Is terrible. And then they, they just kept repeating these awful horror movie tropes, like the the key thing and right. the, the hacker slasher killer bad guy. Yep. And then when she's making her, uh, the oh alien grabs God. the truck and takes like five minutes to lift it as slow as it possibly mm. can toward its mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and she throws a, a Molotov cocktail into its mouth to blow it up perfect yeah. throw yeah <laughs> which i was gonna say it kind of it kind of almost felt like crappy world war of the worlds at the end well yeah and that's what i 
Like, at least in War of the Worlds, he threw, like, six grenades in there. She threw a Molotov cocktail, and the thing exploded, like, the biggest bomb in the world. Yep. You might have maybe started it on fire inside. That's about it. Like, a a fire extinguisher is probably just going to put that out. Their entire inside is just made of uh, flammable gas. Yeah, explosives. It's just nothing but methane inside. Pure 100% in methane. This is episodes brought to you by the... (laughs) Anyway, yeah, do you guys just want to rate it? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Um, go ahead, Mr. Ready. Okay. I give this movie a six and a half. Okay. Because of that ending. This could have very well been up there, another one of my eight and a half or better, maybe right. close to a nine, if they didn't absolutely derail it at the end. But that ending takes it from what could have maybe been a nine to a six and a half because it was just bad it was it was every trick in the books for some crappy horror movie and just the fact that they brought the alien invasion it felt so forced just to make it part of this cloverfield universe for sure i'll give i'll give goodman's uh acting like a 10 oh Oh, absolutely that's what i said without goodman even with that story, it still would have been a good story. But without Goodman, I don't think this movie. And I think it had to have been somebody like John Goodman, where you're normally used to seeing as this likable, like this big, lovable, Fair. friendly yeah. guy, and then he's just this kind of weird, crazy character that yeah. works perfectly. Total creep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what do you give it? No, I, I agree with Aaron. As in, like this would have been so much higher of a score if it wasn't for that ending. Absolutely. I give it because of that ending. I give it like a seven. Like it would have been much higher than that, but that ending just just ruins it. It ruins awful. it for real. And I'm gonna give it a six point seven five. Um, it's pretty close. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> th- well, I, I was kind of debating it. Like, it's just so god awful. It like, reminded almost me Sharknado of... bad in the last <laughs> fifteen you... minutes. I don't know if either of you were on the Sunshine episode. Did you guys watch nope. Sunshine? I oh, did not. It's just like this where you've got maybe two-thirds or three-quarters of the movie is fantastic. And then it's just bad. And then it just turns into a crappy slasher horror. And then this one has aliens, but I don't know. Right. Crappy just, slasher alien horror. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the style takes a turn. The It gets frantic and gets crazy. gets yeah. into a place it should have never gone. So. Do you think Goodman is going to get uh, any acting nominations for this? I don't that think he will. Would have already happened. Yeah. Wouldn't it have? This came out last year. March 2016. No. I swear, dude. It wasn't at the theaters for very long then. Well, it did just come out. I, I thought just, it came out on DVD it's in last Redbox month. Right now, so. Yeah, but I thought it came out on DVD like last month, so. Give me a sec. I will. But do, I'm not do you sure. think if. If like I don't probably not anything major, but like if he didn't get any awards for this, I'm sure he could get some things. Like not anything major, like you know, right? Not like an Oscar or a Golden Globe or something, but, right? You know, yeah, something below that. probably got award uh, shows for specifically for sci-fi. He should, yeah, I mean, do pretty well. Probably not a lot of competition in acting categories for sci-fi movies. Well, there's there's so many like awards things. Like there's the SAG yeah. awards and People Choice and all this stuff. Yeah. So like he might get something like that, but I don't know about like, you know, definitely not an Oscar, not like a Golden Globe no. or something like that. And I wish I wish he would. Like cuz this is phenomenal acting. And if you I know like the if it, if it was like you said like a mini series where they did like a six-part mini series, I think he could have got an Emmy. For sure. Because <laughs> I uh, mean, and if they would have, sure. if they wouldn't have taken the turn in the last three quarters of it, it might have been 
recognized as I mean, if it just if it just didn't turn from a great drama into a weird alien sci-fi movie, yeah, it could have had a chance of being nominated for some awards. But uh, some of the things that they say, like for the rotten reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, great publicity, dumb move. The title alone is a spoiler. That's not even exactly. Well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, if you've seen Cloverfield, you know what's going on outside. The one bunker setting ultimately proves only a little more novel a trick than Cloverfield's shake cam, and its pressure to deliver the goods lets it down. Mm, I don't agree with that. No, necessarily. I, I think the bunker setting that, should have yeah, I mean, worked perfectly. What else are you going to do? Have them kidding, like have them trapped in an open field? <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> the cattle. Well, yeah. And the fact that. I don't know. I mean, if this alien invasion, they're going to start with the chemical attacks to kill everybody. Why in the first one, they just send one monster to... Right. How's that going to solve the problem? Maybe For that e- Maybe that was just a scout ship. Here's one that I think nails it, by the way. Don't give away the secret of this J.J. Abrams production, which begins as one sort of movie before turning into another sort of movie, but manages to be <laughs> continuously bad. <laughs> Not continuously. Not, well, after Once the it switch, makes that yeah. turn, yeah, yeah. No, but I think that that's pretty good. Where it's just like, hey, well, this is a movie, and then no, we're a noon movie now. Yeah, it's J.J. Abrams needs to change it up. I mean, it's getting old because it's the same stuff from him. Yeah. What was that for? <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. Mike gave me a look. I, I started giggling. Because I was uh, like, Star Trek was good. So was, well, the first Star Trek. Don't. Let's be real. And so was the last Star Wars. No, it wasn't. I mean, it was. Well, I mean, it wasn't a different movie. This la- the last part of this movie felt as weird and off kilter as the Star Wars movie felt. J.J. Abrams has an issue. Yeah. What'd you think about Super Eight? Super, yeah, I guess I did like that one. That was more restrained, though. A little bit. And if I remember, it had a weird monster and sci-fi. Ending. Yeah, what's J.J. Abrams like? Well, fascination yeah, with he, alien he has sci-fi. that. But one of the things I will give credit to J.J. Abrams for is lens flare. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Did no, you no. notice? Speaking of that, that immediately as she gets out of the bunker, we start getting lens flares yeah, because no. of the lighting. No, no. What I'll give him credit for is. Usually, when he has female characters in his movies, they're not the helpless, you know, scream, they need help characters. They usually are competent characters, which I'll give him credit for that, because a lot of movies like that, when they have the female character, they don't have, you know, capable female characters. So I'll give him credit for that, but, like, that's how he kind of got his start, because he did Alias, which was, like, a female spy, so... Didn't know that. That's kind of like one of his things. Like the lens flare is strong female characters. Those are his things. And monsters. And monsters. He did Lost yeah. and had a uh, giant True smoke that. monster that ruined the show. I have yet to see it. It's I it's kind of like this where we have two stories. One is a survival story and then you throw in a s- smoke monster. Smoke monster. Huh? It's just a monster made out of smoke. It's dumb. Huh. Anyway, uh, so we rated it. Yeah, six seven five was our average. Yep, six seven five, uh, must watch, first hour and forty or thirty minutes. Yes, they're after that now. Yeah, she gets out of the bunker. Stop yeah, it. Pause that's it. it. Yeah. End <laughs> the movie. Yeah, good. When she gets out of the bunker, shut it off and make up your own ending. Yeah, because it'll be better. Like there were like people picnicking outside and they were like, <laughs> they hey, were what, "What were you doing?" And she was like, "Nothing, just hanging out." <laughs> and her her. Uh, 
pop bottle gas mask. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you look weird. She's like, yeah, I know. I'm Halloween in, I'm party. <laughs> that was an, do you think some like that would work? hastily made homemade gas mask is going to stop some alien invasion chemical attack? I don't know. I don't you want to try it? Yeah. <laughs> we just need an alien yep. attack. <laughs> anyway, uh, movie next week. Brent, this is your pick. Correct? Oh, yes. Uh, it's actually one of the ones that are coming out to DVD. Uh, Keanu. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. None of none of us have seen it, but it looks like a movie that can be pretty funny or completely awful. So or hopefully, it's funny. <laughs> it's probably going to be a little bit of both. Probably uh, that's what I'm expecting. Like it's, it's going to be like a Key and Peele skit where yeah. like three of them are hilarious, but then you have twenty that suck. Yeah. Or like a Saturday Night Live episode. Dude, now they all suck. Yeah, well, you get gems every now and then, like uh. one an episode. Anyway, Keanu from 2016. Hour and 40 minutes long, rated R oh, action comedy. that long? Yeah. Oh, hour and 40 minutes is like almost an hour and 30. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Friends hatch a plot to receive a, retrieve a stolen kitten by posing as drug dealers for a street gang. Uh, directed by Peter Atencio, uh, written by Jordan Peele and Alex Rubens. It stars Jordan Peele, Keegan-Michael Key, Tiffany Haddish, uh, Method Man, and uh, a few other... Recognizable faces like Lu- uh, Luis Guzman, uh, Will Forte, Neil Long, uh, but has this director done anything other than this, or is he? Uh, he has done Key and Peele. Unknown. Oh, so Key and Peele. Okay. And the Last Man on Earth, he also directed. So, yeah, I mean, he. I think if they if they have good chemistry together, I I think yeah. it's a good call sticking with him. Because some of the the Key and Peele stuff gets like pretty intense. Like, the, like there, there's an action scene one yeah. where they make it all dramatic, and it's like, oh, that's cool, and then it's a total just dro- joke. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's stuff, a lot of their stuff. The problem with this movie that I hope is not not the problem, but it's like a lot of their stuff is hit or miss, and I'm hoping that this one's a hit and not a miss because it's going to be an hour 40 of just, right. this is the worst thing I've ever seen right. in my life. Did you just right. say one hour 40? <laughs> one hour 40? <laughs> it's like it's one hour 40. <laughs> Anyway, um, so awesome. Look for t- Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels on Monday, as well as Keanu coming to you on Thursday. Uh, also, guys, Twitter is nothing real. Uh, real smelled like a moving reel, and Facebook is nothing but real reviews and more. Hit us up on iTunes, Podbean, and Google Play, as well as we are streaming on uh, several other different websites, podcast.com. Uh, but most importantly, we love when you guys send us emails, nothing but real reviews and more. Uh, we will always get back to you. Oh wait, did I just I just said the wrong email? Yeah. What email did you just say? I just said nothing but that's not even the email. I didn't say at anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just like so programmed to say nothing but real reviews. It's lethargic yeah, media yeah. at gmail dot com. Thank you, Aaron. It's bad when Aaron's doing it. Yeah, right. He makes it no fun. Uh, lethargic media <laughs> at gmail dot com. Lethargic is in fact spelled like the word lethargic. Uh, we will always get back to you. Um, recommend a movie. We will watch it. We add things continuously to our randomizer. And that's how all of our Monday shows if are. If you don't have a, a movie that you think we should review, but you want to throw it in as a gem of the week, uh, send us an email with a little bit of a write-up why you think it's a gem, and we'll include it. Absolutely. Or if you disagree with us, let us know. Because we're not always right, but we always are. So Yeah, like let us know if you actually like the ending of this movie yes. that ruined 10 Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> so, someone in the show. Tell your friends. Let's go. But inconspicuously. 
through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where you go? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night and good luck. Thanks for listening to another episode of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. Remember to like us on Twitter and Facebook and subscribe and rate on iTunes. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.